Hey guys, it's me, Dr. Katz. And Mike LaHote. Finally back again with our, I don't know, once a month on a Tuesday podcast. It has yeah. been crazy lately, has it not? Yeah, it's been, it's been real crazy. And then, you know, but, but even though we haven't actively casted it a bit, we're always still trying to think of topics that are relevant and not redundant. I mean, some of them are going to be reworks because some topics are that important. So it's going to come up again yeah. and again and again because they they're, just, they're just relevant. Yeah. But what we've really been thinking about lately, and this is on top of some pretty frustrating days for both of us, by the way. <laughs> yeah. We came in we came in a little hot and a little goofy today when we first met up, but yeah. we've collected now and we want to share some wisdom with you. So what we were talking about is we want to express to you how we go about helping cancer patients stay positive yes. and why it's important. Okay, now, when I say positive, I am not talking about rose-colored glasses against unbeatable odds bullshit or anything oh, like yeah. that. I'm talking about having an idea in your mind to press yourself forward. Yes, I'm having a plan. Having a plan. Talking about getting your mind right. That is one of the things that I do with every patient and every person that comes in here. Because remember how we talked about months ago, the the total shock of hearing the word cancer and everything else just whooshes past you? Because yep. it's still like echoing in your brain, cancer, yep. cancer. Wait, did they just say I have cancer? What? what? You know, and then <laughs> you kind of you kind of freeze and it, you get this mental image of you sitting there with your eyes open and your tongue hanging out. Like, yes. what? This, what just hit me? Total numbness. Yes. You know, once that news sinks in some, mm-hmm. honestly, I personally feel even before diving towards treatments and plans and stuff like that, like we just talked about having a plan, but what I'm really more referring to is a mental plan. Yes. So this this falls under the whole taking charge thoughts, the staying positive thoughts, the negative impacts of negativity on your body. Like it, it's all enmeshed yeah. together. So when I sit with a patient or a colleague or a friend or anyone, you know, affected by cancer in any way, one of the first things I say to them is, is this is going to be almost impossible to – reason out right now but we need to get your mind right yeah and they're like what don't they they look at you funny like what are you talking about you just mentioned that because yesterday in my conversation with someone i used the analogy it's like you just bought a brand new car and you wash it and you clean it and you sweep it out every day until the day that somebody's grocery cart bumps into it and puts a dent in it and then you gradually, you don't wash it every day, mm-hmm. and then you don't sweep it out every day. And she yep. said, yeah, as a matter of fact, that's funny. I just finally got around to sweeping all the French fries and pennies and all that out of my <laughs> car. And so it, it rung true to, to her situation as well. So so we try to make a list, get a yep. plan. So when, uh, when we talked about – so when I sit down with the patient – you know, literally, I say those words. Like, got to get your mind right, yeah. and they always look at me kind of funny. Or at least, well, ninety-eight percent look at me kind of weird. Like, what do you mean, get my mind right? We got way more ahead of me than that. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. That's 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 one of the first things that mm-hmm. you need to do. You need to 
you know, set a set yourself up as a force to be reckoned with, yeah. no matter what you're told. Address each set problem. yourself up with the yeah. goal to to get through this somehow, even if it's something with terrible odds, even if it's something that's already gone far. Still, mentally, you have to. Human beings need a ray of hope, mm-hmm. not false hope, but hope. You can have hope even if things aren't going to work out yeah. the way that you want. And that hope is a driver. That hope releases endorphins. That hope cuts down on inflammation, which we all know cancer is a state of yeah. inflammation. Oh, sure. But where did the inflammation come from? You know, people will argue to you about diet or environment or even emotional, or viral, or what have you, but inflammation nonetheless. I think that anxiety and stress um, sometimes is more damaging than the disease itself. Completely. Because when you think about how much you shoot your cortisol levels up and down, or all those cytokine responses, the fighting, the flighting, all that Staying positive is just yeah. you want to you want to stay positive. You want to you've been faced with this hugely out of your control yes. situation. You have to accept that. right. Yeah. So you have to you have to take that information and invest in it. But at the same time, then what better reason to find something you can take control of, and mm-hmm. that's your attitude and small victories. Be happy with every little victory. Right? Perfect. Taking control of your attitude, thinking yeah. like, okay, you know what? I'm going to kick this thing in the butt yeah. and I'm going to just fight it no matter what the outcome. Yeah. I'm going to fight it because I love my life, you know? Yeah. I love my people that surround me. You think outside yourself and you and you push forward. But yeah. you can't do that if you're done before you start. Sure, if you give up before you start. And the... Michigan Health Assessment Report, the um, the preliminary draft and everything is already out, and it's showing that um, diagnosis is better and quicker, and um, treatment is better. So there, are, the odds are starting to be in most people's favor um, for good results, and so we got to just look at that. And that's dependent on your own vigilance, yes. your own awareness of your body, you know, your going energy. to the doctor regularly, mm-hmm. advocating for yourself, all these things that we've talked about. Because yeah. if I had not advocated for myself right. and was not aware of my body, yeah. at the time when I first presented, nobody could find a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, no, and common. then literally a week or two later, <laughs> everything yeah. was everywhere. Yeah. So if I hadn't persisted, I wouldn't get to be talking to you right no. now. And that's the role we play here is you can bounce those ideas, you're the things off on us. And exactly. with our experience, both of us are, uh, you know, I'm still stage four, always will be. You're. I'm in remission in right remission. now. I'll take it. So, it but that's today, yeah, right? Today. I always, whenever somebody asks me, I'm like, I'm in remission today. Yeah. And you take it and one day at a time. That's it. Kind of like the logic behind, remember when I was talking to you about getting my tattoo and I put yeah. warrior, not survivor, because it yeah. felt cocky, yeah. weirdly. Ugh. Remember when we talked about the different yeah. mindsets of patients? Yeah. The survivors versus the chronically ill versus the, you know. Yeah. It, it just, it all fits in. It's the thinking mode, you know. When I read the book Radical Remission, remember we talked yeah, about that a I while ago? That. Right. that book, it's an incredible, incredible book. What it is is there's this um, PhD who went around the world 
talking to as many patients as she could who had survived seemingly insurmountable odds. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, there were there were nine in particular, you know, uh, conglomerating factors that mm-hmm. stood out amongst all of these patients that that led to them being healed. And one of the biggest ones on the top of every list was their attitude. Yeah. Even to the point that I thought was a little extreme where she talked about some patients sending love to their cancer mm-hmm. rather than hating it and, you know, being angry at it. I don't know about that. I'm still kind of hmm yeah. with that, but I do agree with the attitude you know, take some charge. A lot of the ancient like Hindu and Buddhist and uh the philosophies and even church and religion and everything your spiritual and your mental um well-being is is kind of like a cornerstone for what they do so i you know well and it is to it it. i've seen people get eaten alive by their own negativity oh yeah you know even people in my own family even i've seen them literally (laughs) even their physical appearance changes with all the frowning and all the anger and all the vengeance and you know it just wow yeah you know it's it's it just eats you up yeah. The negativity, there's, there's, just, there's just no spot for it. Everybody, though, is human, okay? So when you get that diagnosis, nobody's telling you not to react. Oh, right, right. Nobody's telling you not to have feelings about it. Yeah. You know, or to be like, oh, it's no big deal. No, 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 no. I'm just saying that you've got to save that part of you to keep yourself mentally healthy yeah. in order to even hope to deal with it. It's right. not a matter of just letting somebody strap you to a chair and pump you full of drugs and yeah. we'll just see what happens. See what happens. Yeah. You you got to play a part. Take control of the one thing you definitely can control, mm-hmm. which is your thought processes and your attitude yeah. and your yeah. your drive. You know, the you're realizing the importance of yourself. Yeah. And we're both perfect examples of that because I'm happy. I I am. (laughs) I am. I mean, we were a little fired up earlier when we were talking, but, you know, we got through it. Yeah, that's how this works. But that is how this works. We come in and we're like, and then we support and then we're listening. And then, you know, but we can talk about anything. This is that place. Exactly. Then we turn it around like, okay, here's what we just talked about today. And here's how we work through it. Sure. You know, I read a quote from Gloria Steinem yesterday Mm -hmm. that said the final stage of healing is when you can use what happened to you to help someone else. Wow. I was like, dang, Gloria. Yeah. Go, girl. That's what we're doing. Always such a vehement feminist and always on the aggressive side. But that was like very eloquent. Yeah. You know, it spoke to me. I was like, oh, my God, these are the words I literally live by. Yeah. Like one of the first things I thought of, which is weird. I don't expect this of everybody. When I got this diagnosis, first of all, was I knew it. You know, and it was like, okay, weirdo, don't be excited. You know, but it was just like there was some there was some (laughs) validation. I know it wasn't. I told you it wasn't normal. Yeah, but yeah. then my next thought after the old shit, you know, yeah. was that, well, I'm just going to have to get to the end so I can show somebody else how to get through. Like, yeah. literally, that was a pervasive thought that kept me going. Even yeah. on my worst days, even when I lost a ton of weight, yeah. even when I was throwing up, even when I was bald, I was all sunken in, you know. Yeah. It's like, I was like, no, I uh, I have to finish this. And you wrote two so books So I can show somebody. Well, yeah, two yeah. two books about it. 
so and, everybody that you touch, and that's helped. So it's yeah. like there's there's ripples, you know, just exactly. like. Well, just like Gloria said, you know, final that's stage true. of healing when you use what happened to you to help someone else. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's just like a good thing anyway, yeah. whether she said it or not. <laughs> yeah, and we're an example of that. That's for sure. Yeah. So, cool. you know, if you find yourself in a situation, you got a diagnosis, somebody you know has got a diagnosis, you're not sure how to handle it, you just can't get your brain straight. Yeah. Come talk to us. Yeah, if you don't know where That's to start. That's what we're here for. Yeah. yeah. Start here. Start here. <laughs> this is you where know, you start. You'd be amazed what we can come up with. There hasn't been a problem yet we haven't been able to solve or help someone see through, even right. if we couldn't fix it. Direct them to the resources that they need if we don't have them right yeah. here at hand. So. I mean, we are all about empowering. Yes. You know, empowering, life-adjusting New normal realizing. Yeah. Oh, man, that's not easy. Mm-hmm. I still struggle with that one. Yeah. Those days when I'm sore, I'm like, oh, my God, is it? Oh, yeah. Is, is that that? When is my next scan? You know, <laughs> I mean, I had yeah. this. I was like <laughs> devastated and relieved at the same time when they told me I couldn't graduate to like the farther out follow up. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? And then the other part of me was like, good. Keep an eye on me. Yeah. They were all worried I'd be mad about it. And I was like, no, I will never be upset if no, you pay more attention. Right. I'll take that. Exactly. So, no, any last thoughts about positivity? No, I think we covered some I good think stuff. I got it, other than you just need to be aware of of uh, the fact that once you've been diagnosed, that life changes. Accept it, does. it. Accept it and work with it. But ask for yeah. help. Yeah, don't The ever people be that close themselves in and you cut off your social army at the knees. Yeah. Or maybe you don't have a social army. Yeah, right. But there's there's always someone yeah. to ask. And we're offering ourselves. Yeah. Reaching out is the first step. It That's is. It. Mm-hmm. it is. It's the first first part of the bridge. Yeah, exactly. Well, on that positive well, there note. There we go. <laughs> Another great podcast. Take a listen <laughs> and, and, you know, let us know what you think. Have a great day. Bye now.